0: Right there, right, there, right there yo what's going on everyone welcome in to another episode of capturing the games the game within the game podcast featuring me your host desmond jones and my man's Juwan polo man stewart today we got another episode um that's about to drop today we have the assistant basketball coach over at kyoto hanarez his name is chris chris man what's going on how you doing today man
1: how you doing boys and you didn't mess up that name so good job
0: it's terrifying. early though it's, wow. early.
2: it's early it's early. great it's early it's early. It early don't don't get i'm getting don't get his head too hyped it's early right now it's early
0: well everyone knows i got a problem with pronouncing people names you know it's yeah not we my know i've been i've been doing i can't even say i've been doing good i'm probably like two for five two for six there's some names i i butcher. Uh, you might want to go up a high on
2: that number. You might be like, "I need one to go higher." For,
1: hey, it's all about winning today, though. He's won today. Yes, that's what I'm talking yeah. about. Yeah, I
2: mean, I yeah, I guess you know you can start somewhere. I give you that. I give you that. Give
0: you that. <laughs> I just I just need to
1: start. That's all. But no, I appreciate <laughs> you guys having me on, man.
0: Oh yeah, man. Thank you for hopping on. You know, you know for 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 those who don't know, Chris is over in Japan right now. So, and he's rocking with us. It's 9 a.m. his time at the time that we're recording this. So, They're a whole nother um, day ahead
2: of us, people. So that means he's ahead of the game. Facts. <laughs> all that means. <laughs> That's all you need to know. He's ahead of the game.
0: <laughs> yeah, it. but Chris, but can you go ahead and tell the audience a little bit about yourself, man?
1: Yeah. Um, I, from Vegas originally, uh, played college ball at Rhode Island. Uh Transferred Vermont in the last two years, played pro for uh, nine years overseas, ended up coaching, retired because I got offered, got an opportunity to coach at George Washington University. Um, Did that for four years and uh, they gave the staff the axe, couldn't, you know, so I had to find somewhere, somewhere new to go. Um, Couldn't land a good situation in the States. Got a, did a sales job for a year, hated my life. And yep. uh, got back, got the opportunity to get back into coaching. Uh, one of my ex-teammates was just got the head job at Kyoto, uh, where I played in the league for six years, seven years, something like that, seven years. And uh, so we kind of we took the opportunity to go ahead and you know the, the pandemic stuff was going on in the states. It was rough, so we kind of just like you know screw it, let's let's kind of get out of here for a little bit. We came over here and we're at uh, year two now.
2: So uh let's get into the Kyoto. Uh, a lot Kyoto. of yeah, let's get into the Kyoto, the team. Like how does how does it feel to be coaching overseas for one? I mean, that's let's start there first before we transition more into gang things, but go ahead.
1: Um, it's I mean it's fun. I I you know the reason I played out here for so long is Japan's a really cool country. Um the league is a lot more professional than some of the stuff you'll see in Europe. Um mm-hmm. And it's real popular. A lot of players are starting to want to get over here because of that kind of stuff. But uh, you know, talent wise, it's—I mean, it's—I'm not going to sit there and try to front like it's a lot better than when I played. Like they—they they put a lot of money into getting more talent out here, and so it's—it's it's a fun league to play in, uh, coaching, um, and it's just like there's good people out here. So it's—it's it's just a—it's a, a lot—a lot of fun to be out here in this country with these people and stuff like that. It's just—it's a good spot, and the organization is awesome. That's I played here as a player. And, right. then, and back here coaching now. So
2: explain. I guess, I, you know, I have some friends that kind of go over to Japan and they say they get treated as if they're celebrities. Like, because just yeah. different cultures and all that, like, you know, they don't see that many people of, you know, different ethnicities and all that stuff. So yeah. did you did you experience that when you were over there, like where you can tr- treat it like a celebrity in some regards?
1: Yeah, I mean, in general, Japanese people, the Japanese culture, like they love sports. Really? I mean, okay. Love sports. So they're, I mean, basketball is probably like the lower tier to be honest, like baseball. Baseball is probably number one. Here. Yeah. Right. right. Um, sumo wrestlers are God out here. Soccer is really, really popular. And then there's, then there's basketball and basketball is growing. Though. A lot more people um, are learning about it. And the younger generation you're starting to see more like there's, it's not set up like in the States. There's no like parks with hoops. There's no, not a ton of rec centers. Like, so you'll see kids out here, like, my kids will play with the other kids at the park and it's literally it's dirt and they're driven a ball and it's you shoot it at a light pole. If you hit the light pole, it's basket. So it, it's, it's kind of binary. You either hit it right. or you don't. Like, right. <laughs> right. But uh, you know, so they're starting to learn. They're starting to enjoy it. Um, and I mean, as a player, I mean, these guys are, these guys are living the, living the life out here. It's not a rough life for them. You hoop, fans love you and you relax, and it's basically, <laughs> it's not a rough life being a player overseas. I get it. So is there also a
2: language barrier as well, or is that you don't get too um, much of it?
1: There is, and and I was a little naive come here because I never had an issue. Like, I, I was able to pick up a little bit of it as a player, and even now, like, I can understand a, a good amount.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Can't speak for the life of me, but I can understand <laughs> a good amount. Um and as a player, you know, everything's set up for success. There, They have a translator there. Um, mm-hmm. But the translator is there for the players. So I kind of came over here right. like, we're good. You know, the head coach speaks really, really good. Like, he speaks English. I got a translator here. I understand a great deal. Um but then the second you take that safety net, the translators over with the players translate with the other, you know, yeah. players are all speaking the same language and on the same page. As soon as he leaves the room and it's just me on my own, like I, I <laughs> all of a sudden they start talking a lot quicker. I'm kind of on right, the, right. back burner for a little bit trying to catch up. So it, uh, it it's a lot harder than I kind of thought it would be initially. Good you know, basketball as a language is the easiest part, you know, concept wise, once they start talking right. about picking rolls or, or the, you know, the weak sides so hurt. once we start talking basketball, I'm good, but any other conversation all of a sudden, I really, I'm like locked in this like just trying to catch every word I can to, to keep up. <laughs> so it's a, uh, it's a challenge, but it's, it's fun.
2: I get that. That's cool. I was just curious about that. Cause I see, especially like on the sidelines and you see international games you like Man, if they really fired up, like if they speak in different languages, I don't know how you're gonna be fired up. The, like, you feel the passion, but you can't. I don't know if the passion is the same on both sides, you, if it translates the same, you know what I mean?
1: You right. can, you can, you don't need to speak the same language to understand anger.
2: Like, there's there, 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 <laughs> uh,
1: the, the game we played yesterday. I know you guys will talk about that. The game we played yesterday, the, the coach is from Spain, mm-hmm. and like, I've not seen a coach like that in a long time. Like he's like the old, like he didn't stop cussing. He didn't like, he was like doing like the hammer dance up and down the sideline, chasing the referee. Like he was, (laughs) he was going nuts. My wife doesn't know like anything about basketball. And like she came home and she was like, he was intense. Like like, this dude was nuts. So, and, and coach don't speak Spanish. But he still oh, knew. Wow. The you know what I mean? Like our, like yeah. he was speaking Spanish. I'm over here speaking English. Our coach Japanese. Like three yeah. different languages are being shared on that court, and you, you do understand? Telling, yeah, saying, you know what I mean.
2: I get it. So that's crazy. Let's go ahead and talk about the game. Okay, we it was it was it wasn't good. It wasn't good. Uh <laughs> What happened? Like it wasn't good. So what happened? Like let's just talk about what happened. It was a
1: blowout. But what happened? Yeah, yeah it was blow. It was. It, it was our first blow out of the year. So we, we've kept it close. Like we, it's, it's kind of one of those, uh, those things, you know, coaching is more than just X's and O's and stuff. It's managing. Right. And, and, and unfortunately we've had so many injuries and we've got four guys that are out three starters. Um, and then, and so we go into the game on Saturday because uh, we play back to back Saturday night, Sunday afternoons. And our whole offensive system is based off um, our our star player, who he's rarity. Like this dude's going to be forty this year, and he's still dropping. Oh wow! Like, he's okay. he's wow. top. He was like number three <laughs> in the league in scoring last year. He's from hey, Chicago, that's longevity Right there. He's, he's like the, he's the
2: Tom Brady of the he Japanese is. Like, league.
1: This dude is a bucket. <laughs> um, what's his name? David Simon. He's about for he's been playing forever. Played all over the world. Like he actually went to uh, IU. What was it IUPFW, the elephants or whatever there? So he's he's an Indiana guy. Oh, there okay, yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. Um, back that's Fort Wayne,
1: actually. Yeah, and, that's right. Uh, he uh, three minutes into the game goes off a you know a guard to big ball screen, and the the defensive point guard like kind of like laid his shoulder and slowed him down and got his left shoulder all caught up and he, and he, he did something. We're going to find out this afternoon when he gets his MRI, like he did something and uh, hopefully it's not long-term, but like our entire system is based on him. And so he's out and credit to our guys, like they, uh, they stayed in it. We only lost by one point on Saturday, but then, you know, come Sunday, they're all gas. We only had seven players left. You know, we kept it close. It was a one point game at halftime and they just, you know, we ran out of gas, you know, they just kept running down our throats and, you know, it got to the point where it's like, we're doing everything we can, but just, we don't have enough right now. So it's just one of those days. So. And for, and for right. the most part,
2: you know, and I, to,
1: to see, look at the schedule,
2: like, you know, your, your first game, you lost, you know, you won by four, like everything has been close. Right. So, I mean, it makes we, sense. So I guess, you know, being gassed, I,
1: that's, you know, losing your
2: best player that can, that will cause that type of thing now.
1: Yeah, Important is a center, and you know, so we were smaller now, you know, and right. so we uh yeah, our two losses coming into it were two buzzer beaters. So we uh
2: oh those are tough. Yeah, we,
1: ah, we it's been a, it's been an interesting that hurts. Start Yeah, it's been an emotional roller coaster, I guess, in three weeks. So, but that's that's the fun part. That's why you play, you know. We get to we get to do it again. We got a game on so we have two games on Saturday and Sunday against the number one team in the league right now. Um we're gonna have to we're gonna have to get creative.
2: The Hiroshima Dragonflies, right?
1: Yep. Hiroshima Dragonflies. And they got they're the the problem we're gonna have is they're the biggest team in the league, I think.
2: So this is when you need your size
1: to (laughs) kind of offset their size. Yeah. We're we're gonna do some really inspirational talk to our our smaller (laughs) guards about like getting in there and being physical. We're gonna we're gonna motivate the hell out of them. So (laughs) we're gonna (laughs) go ask them to jump in front of a train for the weekend. (laughs)
2: that makes sense it makes sense so I guess let's I mean how else do you you prep your team with especially seeing the injury like you kind of caught an injury bug like what it happens throughout the basketball season I mean that's even from like pro over in NBA to I mean any you get that bug that just kind of happens and you gotta what do you tell a team to fight a fight through that to get to that next I guess to show that heart I guess you know
1: and that and that's I mean, to me as a coach, my philosophy and, and is that's for right now, all we're coaching, you know, there there's you can't be too naive. We're like, hey, we're going to win it. We're going to try and we're going to we're going to try to put a game plan that's going to help us. You know, they're big and slow. We're going to be quicker and smaller now. So, you know, speed the game up a little bit, right. um, you know, try to balance out the their weakness and our and what strength we will have. But, you know, at the end of the day, there's a little bit of a reality where if, Hey, we can win, that's great, but we're, we're kind of coaching, you know, it's a 60, it's a 60 game season. So we're going to be coaching for once we're healthy, you know, so going in, it was, we're, we're focused on David, um, you know, one of our other Americans and like two of our Japanese guys that were really, really good. All right. Well, now is an opportunity for that third guy, you know, from that same position to get better you know, the, the backups backup. So by the time we all get healthy, hopefully that means we're deeper. Those guys who normally weren't playing are getting experience and they're going to start learning how to play and be dependable. You know, we got some, as a, as a general, we've always been fairly bad rebounding because we were smaller um, across the board. Well, if they don't kind of make a a mental decision to like, all right, I'm just going to have to play more physical and find a way to get those rebounds we're going to get our butts kicked, you know? So if we can figure that out by the time, again, once we're healthy, we're going to be a better team. So, you know, the, that, old saying, like you want to be playing your best basketball in March, hopefully we're able to kind of set the table for that. Hopefully we're just not hurt for, until March. <laughs> I'm hoping that Right. <laughs> hoping so that how, to that out.
0: How is the, uh, the playoff format over there? Like, how do, is it like, by- the best teams in the league, or does anyone get it, make it to the playoffs? Like, how is that set up?
1: It's I. I'm not gonna speak negative. I don't love it, but it's uh because there's 22 teams, I believe, in the in the top division, and so the top three. So it's Western and Eastern Conference. Top three from each division make it, and then the top records. So it's not even, it, I think it's what baseball or something like does similar, like it's not one wild card for the East or the West. If, if the West had the two better records at the four or five spot, they'll get the two wild cards. So it's not, you know, so you get two wild cards, but it doesn't necessarily one for each conference if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. You know, so. um that, that definitely makes it tough to have. It It is. Cause like you can sit there and, be in great position be like hey we're in the four we're right on the cusp but if you don't have the better record you're still not making the playoffs you know and so obviously you get judged on winning or losing making the playoffs and you know sometimes that's out of your control so we uh i mean it's early we got plenty of time and, and obviously the goal is to try to make a run at it
0: oh yeah absolutely so i know um so I know during that time that you went, you had your sales job or before you had your sales job, you had, it was coaching at the George Washington University. You know, what made you want to get into coaching? What what inspired you to really want to say, yeah, I want to coach one day?
1: Um, For me, it was like a, a I had one one guy that, you know, I always loved basketball. Um, When I was in high school, I had... I had, a, like, a stacked high school team. I was – I came off the bench, um, and we had a dude that was – he ended up going to Oregon, but, like, Kansas was on him, and, and um, North Carolina was, like, interested. Like, he had all these – like, UCLA was on him heavy, and, you know, I mean, they were they were good back then. Um, so I came off the bench. I didn't have a ton of recruitment. I was – I had actually verbal to go to southern Utah, but um, – you know, I was unsigned and I ended up playing this Easter tournament, like for un- unsigned seniors to play. In. And I ended up like finally getting a chance to play. I ended up killing and, and Rhode Island came and called and, and went on a visit. And I wanted to go there, but um, come to find out, like I didn't have a academic advisor in high school that kind of like pointed me in the right direction. And so I ended up finding out once I agreed to go to Rhode Island, I didn't have the right math credit to be eligible. I would have been like a Prop 48. And so I had one of our assistant coaches, Mark Artman, was like math like evil genius like the guy was like the smartest guy I've ever met and basically he helped me find an uh, online college uh, BYU online math like course that would have that got me to the threshold I needed to be and he sat with me after school for like nine weeks every single day after school and helped me pass this because he wanted me to be able to go there and uh like him doing that, just like, you know, some at some point in that process of like, you know, coaching, mentoring, being somebody that selflessly helps somebody achieve something they want and be a better version of themselves. Like, that's, that's what I want to do. And, uh, you know, him and I stayed in contact for years and years after high school, just just based off the relationship we built, built, not even during the basketball season, but that that spring, those spring months. So. I mean, you do always talk about coaches having impacts and and that was, I mean, he impacted my life greatly. So
0: yeah, you still keep dope. in
1: contact to this day. Yeah. No, some some stuff kind of happened with him personally where he um he he wanted to kind of like block off a chapter of his life. And oh, wow. you know, I was kind of in that chapter. So it was kind of like collateral damage. I don't really, you know, it's kind of a personal thing with him, but. He, um I we made it till i was about 26 27 you know so over a, over a, you know he came out and saw me when i was in vermont play basketball for two or three games like he you know we we constantly kept in contact and he was he was an amazing person so
0: well yeah definitely be wishing was you know was happening you know what's the best for him um but so okay so wait hold on so you went for vegas nice warm weather Good weather all the way around to to Rhode Island. What made you want to go all the way out east like that?
1: Yeah, like Vegas is cool. All right, everyone knows Vegas. You don't have to describe Vegas. You can you can image Vegas. But like, I went out to uh, on my visit. It was like the first week of May, and like it hooked me. Like they knew exactly when to do a visit. Like there was no humidity. Like the beach is right there. So I'm on my visit. I'm going <laughs> to beach. Like it's like super nice um you know they you know they always take you out and take care of them you know seeing all the the girls you know in may like they're all you know dressed, you know dressed how you would be in may yeah you know like i was sold in like the first two hours i am like, yeah, this is where i'm going you know and you know once i went out east you know not to sound like uh like a nerd or something like that but like there was trees there was like you know seasons like fall and all that stuff and i was like you know i'm just used to like sand and hot like it was nice. No, so, so uh, I ended up just staying out there. I liked it out there. So,
0: that so is okay. True. So
2: <laughs> if you had to pick one place to live, like where you like, like just to stay completely, you going back home to Vegas or you going like east or somewhere else? I mean,
1: as you can tell, the fact that I'm in Japan, I still haven't figured out that spot. So like, oh, I'm okay. still looking for it. <laughs> but <laughs> uh, I, I, I won't move back to Vegas. Like I, I did Vegas. So I'm outside of just hanging out at a casino like there's not i mean unless you're gonna go like hike in the desert i'm not gonna do that like there's nothing else to do out there so um i did vegas grow up my first 17 years so i'm i'm all set now see what i want
2: to point out here and this is a great segment to for for people in the world that say like oh you know like Desmond. we've probably heard this multiple times about people say something about their cities like People always say about Fort Wayne, I don't want to live here. I want to go to a big city. So people from big cities say the same thing about their city than everybody else does. So just point this out to everybody as a disclaimer that it doesn't matter where you live. It's just if you like it, you like it. If you don't, you don't. And that's just what it is. So 100%.
1: 100%. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you for proving the point for (laughs) me. I mean, I'm glad you're repping Fort Wayne. You're probably the only guy doing that. But,
2: Uh, you know, hey, I love it. it. Like it's work. cool. It's it. it's, a, it's an in between city. Like it's not a big. It's not a too big of a city, and it's not a too small of a city. It's that in between. It's it's okay. But yeah. I don't want to be in the big big city. That's the only
0: thing. That's my only. That's my only beef with Fort Wayne. Yeah. So. Look, so many people know so I'm from South Holland, so it's a suburb of Chicago. So I kind of grew up in a big city in in a, a kind of way, and. You know, I, I came to Fort Wayne roughly about 11 years ago at this point. And I haven't looked back. I mean, I love parts in Chicago, but I'm, I'm cool where I'm at. Like, it takes me about 15, 20 minutes to get wherever I want. I don't miss the traffic. I don't, <laughs> I don't, like, the cost of living is great. It's real yeah, chill, real low-key.
1: It's the craziest thing, man. Every It doesn't matter where you're from, you know, where you grew up or whatever. Soon It's like the, the threshold for getting old. Like becoming like an old head. Like the second you're like, "Hey, I can get from where I need to with no traffic." Like <laughs> it's like that's you're real. an ultimate old head. You base your life decisions on how long you're in traffic. Like that's, that's how painful it is to you in life. Like DC was the worst. Like I lived DC is dying. nine miles. Um, nine miles yeah. It took me sometimes like almost two hours to get home. I could have well, worked between, a bike there quicker.
0: Uh, between DC and yeah. Atlanta and Dallas. Those are the places that I know traffic are like super crazy. It takes you like it takes you double the time to get home. GBS don't even know what what to do. Look, look, it say <laughs> it just say to be determined. Still calculating. Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah, well to...
2: <laughs> Boston's bad too. Boston's whole yeah, Boston's rough. Yeah. And they so got roads that like sit on top of each other. Like I ain't never seen nothing like that in my life. Like I said, these roads, I said I don't even know how that's even a lane. Like that's not possible in, in Boston. I said, I'm sorry, that's crazy. You driving well, in tunnels underwater and stuff like the GPS stopped yeah. working at one point. I said, Yo, I can't even. Where am I even at? They said oh, we underwater. I said, Oh, okay, all right, cool. I don't want to drown today. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> like I'm
0: good. Look. Look, that 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 happens, especially when you're taking the oh, uh, the Lord Wacker Drive in Chicago. Like you just like, yeah, yeah to make that left, and the next thing you know, you just got no signal. You just go yeah, done. <laughs> you come out. Yeah. It's like three four exits down there too, and you definitely miss it. I can't tell yeah. how many people like and miss like their exit because they mess around with lower Wacker. But Philly, look, Philly's another one of those cities too, where cities like where they they park in the middle of the street. And they park like in both directions, not just like one side, but yeah. they literally park in the, in the middle of the street. And I just, it, that blew my mind. I was like, this dude just parking in the middle of the street. I
1: don't know if I've seen that yet. Sure,
0: I've seen that. They parked in the middle of the street and Ugh. like it's both ways. Like it doesn't matter. I'm like, how do y'all know like the, the car in front of you? Like, what if y'all meet in the middle of the car crash? Like, <laughs> I don't know. I was tripped out about that. But man, Chris, can you tell us like how how did you so how did you end up overseas playing, man? So what what were some of the high moments for you playing overseas, and what were some of the low moments for you playing overseas?
1: Uh, <laughs> uh the, I could have a whole show just on some crazy stories, but uh, man, right, go like, for it, man.
2: Got, go I want to hear this. Look, I need to hear this.
1: <laughs> got uh, so I got into it. I, I was fortunate. My my senior year, I had like a really really good year um i was like second in the nation in rebounding um with all honesty should have got should have got first had to, I'm, I'm gonna <laughs> tell that story till i die but had an ankle injury was hurting all that stuff whatever but had a good year um you know being being 6'11 really good rebounder you know i was able to put that on a resume get a job you know and, and uh first year like I, I went to camp with the, the hornets and uh you know, there's, there's not a, a a large market for unathletic white guys in in the NBA. You know, so I was, didn't didn't make it. You know, but I, I uh, ended up in Europe. Uh, some highs, some lows. You know, Spain. I went to Spain. Spain was amazing, awesome country, good people. Um, still crazy to me that like basketball will take a backseat in countries like we used to have to like rush off for practice because handball practice was starting. And you know, for hey, me, handball America, legit dude like it was like hey you gotta be off there starting i'm like like, like but from the states because i'd never been to europe right Right. Like, this isn't handball you got, you need like one big red ball and you bounce it against the wall like you yeah. know like elementary school handball and these dudes are out here playing some like some intense like UFC handball stuff oh yeah and uh first month over it like blew my mind and uh then i ended up in uh Mexico which I don't even want a vacation in Mexico again. If I never set foot in Mexico again, I'll be a happy man. Um, like, like no rules apply in that country. And I was just oh, like, man.
2: Wait, wow. Like,
1: there here you go. Here, here's your Sego. You want a crazy story? Here you go. Yeah, yeah. I need to hear it. Ultimate crazy. So uh, so I was playing for a team, Aguas Calientes Panteras. OK, middle of nowhere, Mexico. OK, and <laughs> so we're in there. We're not a great team. Not a great team. And. Uh, we're we're losing by like 20 in this game. It's this probably my like fifth game there. And all of a sudden the coach who doesn't really speak a whole lot of English and, and my Spanish was not great. He had. So there's this one brother and, and I can't remember his name anymore. <laughs> but he played and his brother was on the team and he did his, his brother's name was Miguel. Miguel did not play. Miguel was on the team for one thing. When you're down by 20, the coach figured out and he never told me this, but I just started to realize a pattern when you're down by, if you can get the game canceled, doesn't count as a loss. So we're down by 20. Wow. All of a sudden, Miguel, he comes in the game. We didn't last two possessions. Miguel starts a brawl. Hey, he the enforcer. <laughs> we call that so, enforcers. The, the, the no, forces. yeah, it's exactly what Miguel was. Miguel was an enforcer. So, brawl ends the game. We're we're about a week later. We're down by we're down by like twenty something again. Miguel, you're in. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> so at that point, and this is this time we're on an away game, and so full out like the crowd's coming down like. Bottles thrown are like are being thrown. Like I got my butt whooped. Like straight up. Like we're on the bus ride home and milking like ice packs on my ribs, kind of stuff. Like got my butt whooped. And so we have longest bus ride home ever. Like I'm just like laying there like this. Like (sighs) so we got a game like a couple days later. I don't know. It happened so quickly first quarter we're down like 18 miguel i'm like come on like, <laughs> that's what you get, to hey part coach part no right
2: no on. put him down sit down <laughs>
1: sit down <laughs> and the the amount of mayhem that happened afterwards like God. i'm still i'm still beat up and bruised from the last one like and there's this dude from uh uh Chicago, actually, you know, you know, they're that like he was on the other team. He was on the other team, so we sat on these like two by four benches uh and during the game. He like, he ripped one of the two by fours off because again, the, this time we're at home, but the crowd comes down. Like the Mexican right. SWAT team, like they have their eight A- the AKs and ski masks. They come into the gym to like yeah. disperse the fighting. The dude from Chicago on the other team ripped off one of the two by. He's in the corner just taking dudes out that come near him. <laughs> <laughs> good old, good old Miguel. Good old Miguel. He 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 went after the dude in the corner. He he broke his elbow, so he's on a stretcher. And <laughs> me and one of the other Americans on our team, literally, we sat in the corner and like oh. tried to avoid participating. Oh my god! Next day, I get cut. Me and the the, the guy who's a, a point guard, we get called in the office, and we get cut for not being team players. <laughs> <laughs> And I was like, I was like, "Hey, man, give me my last check. I'm cool. I'm out of here. Like, I'm I'm all set with that." And uh, oh. that was I I don't I don't I don't I don't ever want to go to Mexico again. Man. That was that was an experience and a half there. So. Hey, 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 desert. They had they had malice in the
2: palaces every week.
1: Every <laughs> day. <Damn, laughs> what you I'm mean? You're not going to get a good game. Oh, You're not going to get a good close game. You're going to get some action somewhere.
2: Oh man.
1: So that is it funny. was uh, yeah, so you know after that I went to uh, I went to Serbia and, or Bosnia. We played in the Adriatic where we played Serbia, Slovenia, all that stuff and uh, played a lot of the big teams, Olympiakos, all those guys. Uh, Bosnia was another trip, not as violent, but like you know, they're smoking in the games like the arena is like crazy <laughs> crazy smoky. You know, uh, guys are like our starting center would have like a cigarette in the in the <laughs> shower room at halftime. Like, just a different world in different countries. Right? It's it, it's fun learning all that stuff and being a part of it, but just like crazy at the same time.
2: Oh man, hey. yeah. <laughs> I'm still on was, this uh, Mexico part, man. <laughs>
1: yeah, there's this I'm, I'm I'm I still got PTSD from it. It's been, <laughs> it's been man like man
2: he had to worry about getting buckets in there. Wait, please, God, we're down by 20. Oh, we got to fight. Oh, man.
1: Yeah. I'll never Woo. forget all that. Miguel, oh, come on. Not you
0: wait, wait, wait. Do you, so, do you ever get scared or nervous when you hear the name Miguel? Does it just instantly take you back to Mexico? <laughs>
1: it's like a, like a random flinch. Like, where is he? No. Yeah. <laughs> no, but, like, he, yeah. No, that's, that's, that is something I'm never going to forget. Oh, so. Man. Uh, but yeah that was that was that was a, a fun chapter a chapter of my life I mean, it's right. such a, it turns into such a long drawn out story too like my, my wife's sister got married in mexico and it's like you guys coming i'm like no nah, i'm good <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> like i'm not coming you're not coming because really.
2: you know i'm not trying to fight nobody that's first thing i'm that's, thinking to fight it's all they <laughs> I do fight <laughs> i'm gonna have to fight you like somebody's gonna yeah. get fought at your wedding <laughs> Because if I see Miguel or somebody named Miguel, I'm fighting him, period. That's just what it's going to be. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that's man. uh. I, I told you I had some crazy ones for you. So,
0: no, that's,
2: hey, awesome. I, can, I can only imagine though, you know, somebody hitting somebody with a right hook because they down by 20, though. That's all I'm saying. You'd be like, hey, man, what you say? Boom. Oh, wait, wait, this ain't, the, I just sign up. For, I just came to play basketball, man.
1: <laughs> yeah. The first one was kind of like, a, what's going on here? By the third one, it was such a like it's about to go down. <laughs> All right, here we go. Coming out of the timeout, you guys don't even know what's
2: happening. Here we go. So, so like, I guess okay. Let me ask: you, Do you remember like what did he, what did Miguel? Do? Did he just go up and push somebody, or he just went off and just cold cock the dude in the face? Like, how the, does it the start? last
1: the last one I remember. I don't remember the first two. The last one I remember exactly what happened, just because like obviously the coach didn't draw up like here's how you're gonna take this guy out like but. <laughs> This poor kid, like, chose the wrong path. They went into a floppy action, like, you know, where, where the guard will be underneath the basket and he right, can go right. up the four and the five or on the blocks and you can go either way.
2: Right.
1: This poor kid, <laughs> this poor kid, because I was sitting there, I saw it happen. He could have gone off the big man and Miguel would have had to chase him and found another moment. But the dude fake coming off the big came back across Miguel. Oh, gee. And Miguel hit him with that, like,
2: the shivering with
1: his elbow. Laid the kid right out. I was like, all this kid had to do was go off that left side the first time; he would have been fine. <laughs> had to come back across the middle. Oh, so, man. was Miguel a big dude, or was he? Was he a guard,
2: or was he a? Center? He was
1: like, he was like a six seven guard. Oh man, so he was like a. Oh man,
0: <laughs> oh man. All right, Bef- before we end oh, yeah. up talking to, talking about Miguel for the rest it's, of the yeah. show.
1: <laughs> Just, really hey, well, man. The I, here. hey man. No, but it's <laughs> look,
0: Chris, thank you for sharing that story. I think that's by far the funniest story we've heard so far on a podcast. For sure. <laughs> well, fighting I and know. smoking.
2: I dumb them, them uh, That's new. Cause like I yeah, that's new. Them new. That's new to me. That's new. I only um, imagine. For real. Well, if you had definitely. asthma or something, especially in Serbia, like oh, I'd be like, man, care. I can't breathe. Care.
1: I can't breathe. Yeah, I couldn't I couldn't So foggy in there. I was like, "Oh, did you guys have like a smoke show to start off?" With?
0: <laughs> no, I can't smoke. see the room. <laughs> Indoor fireworks.
1: Y'all need to defog this mug. I can't see. Yeah, it. It is. yeah. Eastern Europe. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping it's be- it been better since I was there, but don't didn't miss that one. So that's why that's I ended up in Japan, and and it was such a, like a breath of fresh air. Like it was professional. Money showed up on time. Like the league was getting better every year. I was like, Yeah, I, I'm if I can resign, stay out here, I will. And I just kept doing
2: mm-hmm. it. Okay, so you said money didn't show up one time. Was so there was were there times when you didn't get paid?
1: Yeah. And I mean anybody overseas is gonna have that. Like I don't oh, care who you yeah. are, you've experienced it, you know. And so uh when I was in when I was in Bosnia, um we were on a losing streak and literally the owner just came in and was like, Hey, you guys. You guys haven't won, because in Europe, you only play one a week. You know, mm-hmm. you, you don't do any of the extra stuff. You you might have a cup game here or there, but um, I don't think we – we might have only won one time of that month or maybe didn't even win the whole month. Owner literally – and this owner, he didn't come in all the time. He walked in, he was like, you guys didn't win this month, so you're not going to pay this month. And he turned around and left. And we, <laughs> and we didn't get paid that month. You know, so it was kind of like uh, – you know, kind of a, a kick right at, right after, you know, you're already down. But uh I mean, not everybody in Europe has those stories where they didn't get paid or they, they left early and they were like, yeah, we'll send the money. And they didn't send the money or you get hurt and they void contracts. And it's just, it's kind of the way it operates out there. And it's, that's why a ton of people like going out to like Japan right now. Like it's professional, you get your money. Like it's, and just to have getting rid of that stress alone is so tempting to players over here. Cause it's, it's just the last thing you want to deal with. It's like, oh, uh, here's here's an, another month where I'm having money issues.
2: Oh yeah, that's uh Oh I, oh no! I just want, don't play with my money. <laughs> hey, I'm gonna yeah. need you to run that, yeah. run that check, play. I'm gonna need that. You joking? Because you're gonna be that money. I'm gonna need that <laughs> yeah, right now. Oh, I need
1: interest.
2: I need the interest on that one because you missed. No, you missed last we week. Pe-
0: we pulling the whole the whole stew. Where's my money, Brian? Where's my money at? Where's my money, man?
1: <laughs> so oh, yeah, it's dude, it was there. I mean, there's there's highs and, and really cool experience about playing overseas, and there's some some, some headaches and and the headaches of stuff that should not even be a thing, but. And anybody you, you, I mean, even some of these agents, I mean, I mean, you guys know agents, obviously, I mean, how many, how many times are they having to get involved because money's not on time or money's
0: something's going on where
1: they, they were being funny with the contract. Like, it's just kind of, you know, I'm not saying it doesn't happen over in like the Asian countries, but in Europe, it's like, it's known for it. You know, there's a lot of countries that are known for it.
2: Well, I mean, it even happened at my job too one time. So I can't even really say much, you know, they came up a little short. They said, Oh, we had a miscalculation. Uh, that's not my problem. <laughs> that, that auto draft better go to where it needs to go. Like, y'all playing, we'll get you on the next one. No, 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 y'all short this week. I don't want two more weeks. That's y'all late. We're gonna, we're
1: gonna sit down and we're gonna figure this thing out now. Yeah, right. You
2: better vo- I, figure out payroll. Uh uh-uh, uh, no, no, we're not gonna play this game. No, no, no. no. So, yeah, it, yeah, I get it. It's it definitely that would make you rethink some things for sure, but. Hopefully in you got a couple dollars saved up that you know if you do ever have a situation like that, you could say, ah, at least I can make it past this, this, this day. Cause if not, yeah. Lord Jesus, <laughs> be struggling in a whole other country. I know. <laughs> I'm okay.
1: Yeah. And that's I mean, yeah, that's just kind of the way it is over there. And it's, I mean, guys get compensated for I mean, there's definitely low leagues. There's a lot of leagues where guys get compensated, so they're they're doing all right. Makes sense.
0: Gotcha. how would you uh, meet your wife
1: uh, at a <laughs> at a bar um <laughs> literally it was, it's kind of crazy like we uh my boys we like we were doing like a bar crawl and i was living in boston um oh, good old bass the night before i left the good old boston uh the night before i left for my second year in japan and uh sh- her friend was like seeing my friend and so like, they just happened to be, she, her friend wanted to come see my buddy and she just happened to be with her that night. And so we got to talking and, uh, the next day I left for Japan. And so I ended up finding her on like, this is, finding her on Facebook. We ended up Skyping all this stuff. And next thing you know, we're like dating and, uh, we ended up getting married a year later. So like, we didn't even know each other that long. And, uh, we've been married 11 years now. He was real smooth with it, Desmond. That's what I'm hearing. He was smooth. He was real smooth with it. And
2: the boy, he was smooth with it. I'll try to look. He was smooth. (laughs) Found on Facebook, slid in the DMs. You know what I'm saying? I
1: seem like a a real suave guy over over the phone. So
2: (laughs) Hey. I suckered her. (laughs) But congratulations on 11 years. Yeah, for real. That's
1: huge. Appreciate that, man. Yeah, no doubt. doubt. All
2: right. So I'm just trying to join the club. You know, I'm trying to join the club. You know, I got two married people on the, on this call right here. You know, I'm just trying to, I'm trying to join
0: the club one day. You know, I'm just, one day,
2: one day.
1: One day, it's right. eight, not
2: that day. No, nah, it ain't that day.
0: Look, <laughs> like, I'm going to look up, Juwan and be like, yo, bro, I'm getting married. I'm like, what?
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You for real going to say that too, because right now, nah, nah, ain't no prospects, cuz Ain't no prospects. Mm.
0: So oh, I got a question say. for you. But I, I got a question for you, but I'm going to ask it offline. I ain't going to put it on the air like that. But uh, <laughs> what, so, so Chris, what, you know, what kind of advice that you can give to athletes? Like you ain't seen it all. And it's not like you have been through it all. You've been through a lot of different countries, a lot of different c- scenarios, a lot of different fights with Miguel. What kind of, <laughs> you know, what kind of advice could you give to, to athletes out here that's trying to pursue an overseas career?
1: I mean, Especially. a lot of them. A lot of them. If you're gonna make it, it, it's easy. An agent's gonna hit you up. He's gonna find you a job, right? Then there's the other guys. Like there's there's a guy who the advice would be be relentless. Mm. So I had a, a player coach at George Washington. He was a walk on. Matt Hart um, could not tell him he wasn't gonna make it. Like literally, we, we <laughs> there's times we tried. you couldn't couldn't tell him he wasn't going to make it you know he was like just one of those driven like never met a kid more committed than him he woke up on his own 5 30 in the morning was in the gym working he had his daily routine every single day like he hands down one of the best shooters i've ever seen in my life like but he's you know he's six foot you know skinny point guard not you know he's actually pretty athletic but he's you know a little skinny point guard and and he can shoot, but that was it. So he's four years out. He's played, he's bounced around like the Canadian league, which is kind of really low level. Um, he did Ireland, I think for a little bit last year, didn't work out. Um, but the kid is relentless. He was hitting agents. He was hitting teams up on his own. Um, sending video like the kid ended up putting an Instagram together uh, Matt Hart skills uh, plug there for him like mm. within like six because because he, he is like an insane shooter insane ball handler like he he went from having nothing to like 50,000 followers on Instagram and just this year he ended up signing with a uh, second division team in Serbia mm. which is solid basketball like you just you if you want to get there just be relentless. Like, don't let someone tell you. Same as any other, you know, industry out there. There's going to be the ones that you get there, you get a job, you put a resume together, and then there's going to be the guys that have to go uphill a little bit. And if you want to do it, just, just be relentless. Yeah, I guess also on top of that is don't be afraid to grind. You know, sometimes you're going to be in a, uh, you know, playing in a uh, the PBL or some kind of like really crap league, like playing it, Be professional, get your stats, get your video that you need, and then start plugging yourself. Try to find a better one and just climb the ladder. You know, you see a lot of these guys that played in Europe for long times and they started in England or they started in you know Switzerland. You know, they're lower leagues, you're not getting paid a ton of money, but you did your time, you got your stats, and you slowly moved up the ladder. And once you once you make it at a high level, you'll you'll get a job wherever you want so yeah that's sense. i think that's a
0: yeah that advice can be applied to a lot like anywhere of in life yeah, yeah. Man. absolutely you sure. must you know even myself i'm like yo i just gotta be relentless Gotta keep grinding you know
1: yeah there's, there's no shame in having it i mean what again all aspects of life there's no, no shame in starting at the bottom you know that's how you get better once you make it to the top is by learning the bottom
0: Thanks. that's a bar that's a bar. This is this is where I insert the DJ Airhorn. <laughs> so uh, I guess, oh, go ahead. No, go, go
2: ahead. ahead. Go ahead. Oh, co- we'll ahead. oh go okay, ahead. okay. Look. All right. Then let me go ahead and sneak on in here. No, I'm just like <laughs> um so looking at the games from like overseas-wise to like NBA to the other big professional leagues. What differences do you see and what similarities do you see between the two games? And what don't you like between the two games, if that makes sense?
1: Uh, I mean, NBA is the most unique thing out there, period. NBA is not, I don't want to say not necessarily basketball, but it's like it's the best talent. It's also a unique product because the game is completely set up to isolate and showcase that individual talent. So you don't, you see concepts, but you don't see like in Europe, you see, you still see those flex actions. You still see, you know, it's like traditional basketball and, and right. creative ways of applying new versions of tri- traditional basketball, you know, so much so that you even see European concepts leaked into the NBA um, just with their own little twist using. Yeah. Unique twist to it, you know, and um you know, so NBA is always going to be the best product because you're going to have the best talent and they do an amazing job of showcasing that. Um, you know, Europe is, is still good. Uh, Asia is getting better, but you're going to have. It's hard to explain. Like you have, like the Asian product, I feel like they're trying to showcase a product like NBA just without the talent. They want to showcase skills. They want it high fly, entertaining. Europe, you have this grind mentality. You are going to have tons of practices. You are going to have, it's, it's a job, you know, two days every day, but you are going to have really fun basketball. Anybody who's a young coach or a young player, and you want to see really, really good basketball outside of like high level D one basketball, like go watch Europe. You know, you can go watch like Zalgris. You can watch any of the ACB teams. Um, Couple owners and all that yeah all those guys couple teams in germany are like like you see some really really good basketball you know so and a lot of the stuff comes out of that
0: yeah um what's some things that you had to learn as a as a head coach or being an assistant coach that you didn't you may have not known beforehand
1: um I mean, there's, I mean, anything on this side of the aisle, you know, as a player, you're always thinking as a player, like, why am I not, playing, why is this, why is that, you know, why is, why are we doing this or, you know, any of that stuff as a player where you just think it's a waste of time and here you are as a coach, you know, we sit there for two hours sometimes trying to plan a practice because um, we're not getting this or getting that, you know, like, for example, like, we, we put up a plan where we, we run kind of a unique defense where we do it. It's called peel switch. It's becoming popular in Europe, but it it makes a ton of sense. It's completely different than everything you've been taught in the States playing basketball, but makes sense for us. So we, we run that. And one of our players just doesn't get it. Like he's having a hard time with it. And so we've been doing like breakdown stuff, you know, for, for a 30 year old who has been a professional for a ton of years. It's like, why are you, why, why would we be doing this? And it's like, well, from your perspective as a player, and I get it, like, God, we're doing this drill again. Like, let's just do this or that. Or, and for us as a coach, it's like, if we don't get over this hurdle, this is going to be a huge hole that costs us games for, for throughout the season. So you, you gotta work, look at the the more finite details that are a little more tedious. And from a coach now, like we see it. Cause like when we cut and film or we're talking about game plans, it's like, yo, this keeps happening. Right. You know, as a player, it's like, why are we still doing this? Because you won't change. <laughs> like, like <laughs> yeah. we see the connection, whereas a player, it's just like, God, let's just like, can we shoot? Can we do this? And it's, you know, you got to be a little more annoying as a coach. And and I see that now because it's like it makes from the sidelines, you know, the 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 weekend warrior, like it makes sense. Like, hey, it should be easy to call this coverage out. Even though it's happening like that, it should be easy, but for some reason it's not. Mm -hmm. so you know there's can we teach it a different way sure we're going to try that can we communicate a different way sure we're going to try that but at the end of the day where where we're at right now is just drill the hell out of it until we get it take the thinking out and just make it muscle memory at this point so you just got to be you got to be a lot more annoying to say the least
0: no go ahead
2: no, no, no. I was just saying. So now you see why your coaches probably were so annoying
1: to you. Probably when you were playing, yeah. And like it just it all makes sense, <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah, and I mean it. It's funny now, and I'm, I'm, I don't doubt it with them. Like, you, as a person, you should have that like recognition. Like, God, I'm annoying the hell out of this guy right now. Mm-hmm. But it's like if I don't say it again, or a coach tells me, "Hey, go tell him," i like, I'm like just talking right. about it. <laughs> right, right. But I just gotta bug the hell out of him. like this until we get it, get past this. It's kind of like my job just to be that little that little uh that little dude on your shoulder, just like you know get away from me <laughs> but
0: right hey what what i'm, I'm just a of oh, the uh, mentality of whatever it takes man if it, if it takes you being annoying so be it you know they'll be better for it at the end of the day
1: yeah i mean they, they what they don't realize for the rest of the year you're right. Once you get this, I'll stop. But by next week, I'm going to be annoying with something else. Like, that's just, that's just my job. You're not going to get yeah. me to stop doing that. Right. We're on ball screens this week. It'll be rebounding next week. Like it's, right. so it's just that it, our job is just to get you to most of the time, get out of your own way to be the best version of yourself. Right. You know, a lot of times it's no outside factor. It's Usually that person for some reason.
0: Super facts um do you got anything else or no okay uh so chris man um do you got anything else that you would like to share before we transition into our next segment
1: no nah, man i mean if you, if you guys don't have one here nothing just um I, i'm out of Miguel's story so i got i got nothing <laughs> else <for me. laughs>
0: Good old Miguel. Everyone needs Miguel on their team. <laughs> no, they don't. No, no, no.
2: Don't. <laughs> don't need no, 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 no,
0: no, no. We don't need another look, Miguel. No, I, I, no. I, look, I picture I picture Miguel as that that ride or die type person. You know, he just you know is there to do whatever is necessary to get the game canceled. But he's just there. he just there to you know. Either back up his team, y'all getting his ass bust, he's gonna bust someone physically. That's all.
1: Great team player, great team player. So, that's is that what we're calling that? I, positive spin, man. I believe in that. Let's we'll put a positive spin on it to end the show.
0: <laughs> I cool. yeah, yeah, that, that makes sense. <laughs> well, yeah, man, with that being said, we will transition into our rapid fire segment where we ask um a little fun stuff we call it the game within a game so my question for you is are you ready to play
1: let's do it all
0: right so the very first question I got, i got a sense of which way you're gonna go based off when i said it earlier but i'm gonna ask anyways so sure. um chocolate chip ch- chocolate chip cookies or oatmeal raisin
1: chocolate chip cookie nobody uh, whoever does oatmeal raisin, just just leave
2: that's nine four, Desmond. Just letting you know that. I know, I know. And then you got to leave. It. You got to leave because you like oatmeal raisin.
0: Seriously? Yeah. I, yeah, I, you I like do. oatmeal raisin. All right, so look, Chris, this, this is my you, thing. So you I, like
1: added this question just in hopes and prayers that you're gonna get some respect for the oatmeal raisin group, and it's just not paying them out. Nope.
0: It hasn't been. Nope. You you are 100% right. It hasn't been paying off. Nope. And so, it you know, it's bad to the point where I've cheated on um, oatmeal raisin cookies with chocolate chip. Like, if I go to the store, oh, yo, let me, I have the option to really pick the oatmeal raisin cookies. I'll just choose the chocolate chip. So I don't even know. You, you kind like really? Them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I kind of That's
2: the crazy part. That All
0: is good,
2: the crazy right. part. Come,
1: come to the right side here, man. Chocolate chip's way better.
2: <laughs> exactly all right your next question tv shows or movies movies favorite top five actors or actresses oh god
1: denzel <laughs> uh
2: i stand by
1: that <laughs> yeah denzel I, I can watch any any movie with him in it geez uh
2: I'm gonna have to pass. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I don't
1: know. So, don't did, kind of it so that. just Denzel is just that's your, that's okay. I'm trying what's to think it? of like other ones. Like, hey, he's in it. Like, I'll watch it. Like, okay, really like all his, like literally all his movies are. So
2: what's stellar. your okay? So what's your best? What's your favorite Denzel movie? Man on Fire. Really? Okay. I mean, I just love that movie.
0: Okay, that's good. that's a solid choice. No,
2: yeah. I mean, some people say training day, other people say man on fire. Some people go again, book of Eli. You know, that's true. Name, I mean, name a bad one he's done exactly. Yeah, he don't miss.
1: Morgan Morgan (laughs) Freeman's another one I really like, and uh, Morgan been old, seemed like forever. He is old. (laughs) He's yeah. been old <laughs> like, just been
2: old forever. Like I've never seen him in a young. I've never seen a young version of him in nothing. Him, like, him,
1: just... him and Tommy Lee Jones. Yeah, yeah. Like, he's been old, <laughs> been old forever. Like, like, yeah. Like the fugitive back in the day. He was like, he was in his forties and he looked like he's sixty. Yeah, that's true. So. Okay.
2: <laughs> that's true. Facts,
0: facts. That is funny. Sure, I think about the, the men in black, he was still old.
2: Yeah. They
0: all been old. hmm So all right. Good choice, good choices, good choices. Um, speaking of the NBA, going back to NBA for a little bit, who would be your top five in the NBA, like either your your favorites or just people that you love to watch?
1: See, even, even I, earlier you said this, and this is this is tough for me. Um
0: and it can be all time, by the way. It don't have to be just big. Oh, thank players. god.
1: That makes it a lot easier. He
0: said Aww. thank God.
1: <laughs> Cause I mean, like some of the some of the dudes like they, like obviously right now, like I I I like watching Giannis. Um, Dame, Steph, um, KD. Uh, but like all time. I mean, I grew up in to what I think is like best time in basketball. Um, I mean, Hakeem was a monster. Like literally, and it's sad to me right now, <laughs> off topic. I'll bring guys up and I'll be like, hey, you know, Hakeem, like when I whenever I'd like work with like younger kids, like the uh, GW but who's Hakeem, like get go get a YouTube, get over. Like, if you want to learn good footwork, like he was second to none. Like he his footwork was insane for a big man. Uh, uh Hakeem, Shaq. Jordan obviously loved Penny. Um, little Penny. Love Penny and Penny. Uh, yeah, all those dudes. KG. I mean, he was nuts, but KG was he was a special type of nuts. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I I could go on, man. I, I love I just love basketball.
2: Yeah, yeah, I mean, I'm a I'm a big Kobe guy, so I mean, that's my.
1: I mean, yeah, yes, I that's, didn't even mention
2: Kobe. I didn't even mention Kobe. That's, yeah, Kobe. that's my that's my uh you know that well I started well liking basketballs because of Kobe. Like that was just what it was.
1: You know, I, I I gained more respect for Kobe after he retired. Um when he started doing like the detail and he started doing he did not I don't want to even say like motivational speaking, but like he did a lot more like interview stuff where he kind of went into his philosophies and his thinking on things, and, yeah. and he was so deep with his process oh yeah he definitely was yeah i gained a ton of respect for him like after the fact just because like like the the amount of thought and details that he thought about and and you know equated into his decision making on even the the small like on sleep like the smallest processes of your daily like yeah insane
2: he took stuff very personal while he was playing and then I mean, after the fact, I mean, you saw it come kind of, he opened up the the lens to say, okay, well, this is why I was this way all this time. Oh, oh, you open it, you're like, (laughs)
1: Like, okay. It makes sense. All right. It makes sense. I'm good with why you did that. So,
2: so, yeah, it's cool. All right. So, uh, let's see here.
1: VC or T Mac? Oh, boy. I'm going to go with VC. Ooh, I mean, T Mac was a monster, but like VC, the human highlight reel. I mean, changed as a player over 21 seasons. Is that what it was? 22? Yeah, yeah. You know, he went from like this highlight athletic dunker to a sharpshooter. You know, That's he was true. literally just a corner three guy kind of a thing. And the last couple of years, he was really there just for leadership stuff, and he like he did an amazing mm-hmm. job with that. As well, yeah. like he he just evolved as a player, and you know T Mac probably would have been fun to see him as he aged. Unfortunately, that just didn't get to happen. Right. So.
0: Yeah. All right. Let is the other one. So, as he talked about Hakeem, would you rather take Hakeem, Tim Duncan, or KG? Hmm.
2: Well, I thought one more in there. Carmelone. Uh, that didn't help, man. No Carmelone. Uh, oh, okay. Go with right. Keith. go go, Hakeem. Look, the mailman, you know. Mailman, the <laughs> mail, I, mail I hate. Hey, yeah, right, right. <laughs> a- no, nah, that didn't help you. That didn't help much. Oh, okay. Yeah, nah, nah, I didn't, that didn't muddy the water like hey, this. No, yeah, I'm, I'm you thought it did. No, I'm going to go, with Hakeem.
1: Okay. I'm trying to think of another offensive. He was a He was a monster.
2: I'm trying to think of another big man that I could just say like that woulda woulda threw you off a little bit or maybe made you think yeah, about it a
1: little bit. You were like a big you, like you could have said Shaq, but like I watched the finals and he I mean he put he kept Shaq in a blender for four games. Like Shaq was just hopping around like he literally worked Shaq.
2: Okay, Which okay. What cool. about what about a King? I mean not a King, uh, Kareem. Does that does that muddy the waters anymore?
1: <laughs> uh, I mean the sky I mean, hook was dude, insane. Yeah, sky hook, dudes the all-time leading score at least for another two years. Uh I mean, I'll go with a key or a Kareem at that point if you're gonna throw him in there. Oh, okay. I'll t- I'll take a guy that's gonna give me 36,000 points or 38 or whatever it is.
0: <laughs> the super facts. All right, so um if you can go pro in any other sport other than basketball, what would it be?
1: Golf.
2: The second person oh. I said golf. That's the second yeah, person that yeah, yeah. said that. That's the second person I said that.
1: If you're, it's a lot of fun, just relaxing on stuff. But like, for me, like I fell in love with golf after college. Like, and it is it's it it's a, like a love hate relationship.
2: Mm-hmm. Like
1: it's not so, like hey, I got really good at basketball. So I kept playing and it took me places. Right. So it's that like competitive stuff. Like you like winning, you like playing, you like getting better. You like seeing that process. Right. I've been playing golf now for 14 years. Right. And I can't, it still blows my mind how much I suck at it. (laughs) <laughs> and, and it's almost like this like this like i am going to dominate this at some point and i am not going to quit <laughs> so like it's just like this addiction where it's like and i think that's for everybody like it's such a hard freaking sport to be good at that and you could be really really good and just randomly have this like just crap day and so uh yeah golf golf hooking you man hmm. i can see it yeah I mean, do you guys play at all? I just started
2: playing, like a dabble, kind of dabble in it. I got to get my clubs right, so you know I can't just be going out there with just all irons. You know I got to get a driver and you know some woods. So you know I I played a little bit. It is it is one of those games where you love hate because either you hit you hit it really well or you hit really poorly, and your score and you reflects the very poorly. And you hate yes. yourself
1: the rest of the day. Correct. So it's, yeah, it's, it's, I don't know what it is, but it, it like gets me, it gets me going. Like I'll, I'll go with like my boys and I'll go from like, Hey, this is a great time. We're spending the day. It's gorgeous out to, I hate you all. Nobody talks to me. Like I'll drive off. You can walk. Like I'll take the cart and screw you. You're doing better than me. So (laughs) it's just one of those games, man. Sure.
2: Okay. So what was your favorite sports moment that you have ever seen or witnessed?
1: Actually, you know what it'll be from college is because where I went. Um, When the Red Sox won the uh, ALCS against the Yankees, because I I went to school in Vermont, and it's all like it's Red Sox country there.
2: Mm -hmm. Um, The
1: amount of excitement in that area, like, was crazy. Like, they beat the Yankees. They were down three nothing. They came back and won. That was the
2: kurt Schilling was that the kurt Schilling bloody
1: sock era? That I think that, I think that was that. Yeah. Okay. And I think he like pitched game 7 or something like that and yeah. like the amount of insanity in New England during that time was it was fun to see it got weird like you know in college Vermont like they go back and they tied up 3-3 and the, a bunch of the kids go out in like the the common area and the and freaking have like a turn into a riot somehow i don't know how you get excited and have a riot but they're, they're like knocking down light posts and like burning trash cans but like it was like a party for a whole week it was crazy hey,
0: was that the first time they won in like a hundred years something like was that that's still... yeah. And yeah, it that, was that that, that platform was, was crazy yeah
1: um, we got a better one for you but that was just yeah that was that was a fun one to be a part of
0: no look we heard we heard a lot of good ones so I mean, the fact that you mentioned baseball i think i give you kudos for that because not a lot of people's gonna mention baseball for one of their favorite sports moments they've seen and
1: with so that, was, no, that so. was just crazy the school like put out a memo they were like guys like we understand celebrating but like this can't be a nightly thing where you're just, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you're just going out like wrecking <laughs> stuff you know right and
0: so okay 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 Alright, so if you could be a hype man for any artist, who would it be?
1: Talking about like music artists? Yeah. Oh boy. I don't even know, man. Jesus. Because <laughs> they aren't, aren't they all already hype men on their own?
0: True, but I, I mean, you know, so they... Why you know, they, you could
1: be on stage with them, you know,
2: like before they right. come out, like, hey, you know, you give it up for my man, blah, 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 whoever, you know.
0: Yeah, who you want to be on stage with for the one time?
1: For the one time, I, 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 I'd I probably have to go with Jay-Z. Just just be up there with him. Young ho. I, okay. I, 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 Jay-Z for you, dude's what is he, 50 now? 52, something like that. He's still putting out freaking legendary. Yeah. <laughs> something else, man. He's something else. I'd say Drake, but I can't be a part of that life. My wife, and- <laughs> <Drake. Hey. laughs> My wife would cut me off on that one.
0: <laughs> oh man. All right. So um if you get a chance to take over any organization, uh who would you choose? Now this organization could be whoever you want. It could be Chase Bank because you just want all their money. It could be <laughs> Dallas Cowboys it could be you know or Red, Red Cross it can be whoever you want get a chance to take over or be a part of the organization who would you choose
1: I'd, I'd go with I'm, I'm doing a lot of this Boston stuff it just happens to be that way but I, I do the Boston Celtics I take over like one of these days I'd love to get to like GM at some point when I get like a little older because, like, putting that puzzle together of, like, let's – all right, let's – what is it going to take to put a championship team together? Like, I, I love – like, I, as well as coaching and as well as playing, like, I love that, like, puzzle as well. Like, would love the opportunity to be, like, all right, this guy's got to go, but we're going to need to get these guys because that's how we're going to win a championship. You know, just kind of, like, masterminding that that plan.
0: Yeah, that's something that, like, growing up, me and my brother, uh, we always play like, either – whether it be Madden or, or – like the basketball game at the time would it be live or two K? Yeah, I said live because that was live it came before
1: two K. Yeah, yeah. So two K was we all a crappy was, game back then.
0: It, it live was way was. better
1: than two K back then. Yeah, it
0: was. And then, and then things changed over time.
1: <laughs> but yeah, but, I mean, like imagine imagine right now, like uh uh, uh Daryl Morey or Morsi, whatever, with the with the Sixers. Yeah. Right. Gun to your head. What are you gonna do with Ben Sim? Like. I'd love to be in a position like that. Like, Hey, who are we going to give up? What am I getting out of this? And is this going to end up blowing back in my face?
2: Okay. So what would you do with it?
1: With him? Um, I can't remember right now. Figured you would say that there were, there was a trade a little while back that was like a proposed trade. I think it was with um, the Kings back when the Kings wanted them. And the Kings were offering like Buddy Healed, and I think Halliburton and like a draft pick or two. And they said no. And honestly, I probably would have taken that because one of their biggest issues are just, you know, with the spacing and all that with Ben Simmons. But like you have Embiid, who's he, he's a new version of an older center. Like he likes to operate from like that elbow and in, you know, kind of attack one on one. If you can, start, if you got Seth Curry, if you got Danny Green, if you got Buddy Heal, like you got a lot of shooters around him. He's gonna have a lot more space around him. Halliburton proved in his first year he's he's gonna be a a, a good solid guard for years. He is. You get you get some solid pieces back plus some draft picks to kind of like sit back wait and see what I'm gonna need um, for a guy who's basically said I don't want to be there. You know, and and currently you're in a spot where it's like. You're forcing him to come, and for me, like from a culture standpoint, even you see like Danny Green, for example, had an interview yesterday where he was like, "We're just asking you to come in and be professional." That's to me, it's got like a little bit of a, eh, a little jab right that, there. Yeah, that's the a jab, too. yeah. That's that's gonna have a little bit. That's gonna weigh on the culture to some degree somewhere. Like, do you really want to force this guy to be here? You know, so I would I would have probably gone with that that trade offer. If he's listening, you know, just my two cents. Uh,
0: ah, yeah. the Chris, the the Chris GM has spoken. Let let the record show. Yes, spoken. Yeah, they're uh, they're turning
1: they're turning dudes down. Like they 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 turn down like CJ McCollum because they want Dame. Like you're not getting Dame. Like CJ McCollum's a hell yeah. of a player though.
0: Right, DJ you is know? a hell of a player.
1: You want to go and sit and and put Embiid next to McCollum? Like,
2: yes, please. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel mm-hmm. like the Sixers won a lot for.
1: Oh, he's they he's a lot. the world right now. Yeah, they won a lot. So we'll see if it bites him in the butt.
0: It probably will. I'm, I'm sure it will. Yeah, I'm definitely I see sure Ben
1: will. just sitting there, just staring at and be like, "I'm not passing you, man. It's not happening. <laughs> it's not happening." <laughs> I I so. could pitch, I could definitely picture that too. Yeah, we'll see what happens, man. It'll be interesting. I'm excited to get to, to season tips off tomorrow, right? Well, two days for you.
0: Yeah. <laughs> That's okay. So I'll give you all the final score
1: if you can take it to base. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 19th, I think's first game.
0: Yep, yep, yep. So yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a good season, you know. Um, I'm a Bulls fan, so I'm looking forward to see what they put out or how that team yeah, comes they together. could be fun to watch. Yeah. So Jawan's a uh, Laker fan.
1: Always been or you know recently came over.
2: Kobe. I said I was a Kobe guy. Ah, true. I've true always true, been true, a true, Kobe true, guy. True, true. So it you was, it. you know, I was actually upset when we got LeBron. I said, I don't want him on my team. I don't want him over. My... Go back to wherever you came from. I don't want you. going. He, he on, was man. upset. I
0: was back about you.
2: He was he got the championship. I'm like, okay, cool, whatever. Now I, we got yeah. Russ. I'm it's like, I'd rather have Russ. I like Russ. That's it's my guy. Work. Russ is my guy. You don't think so? It's not going to work. Oh, man. He says it's not going to work. <laughs> ah, geez, man. <laughs> I'm a Russ fan. You can't do that to me. No. I I, oh. I love
1: Russ. I mean, for all the negative stuff people say about him, dude plays a thousand percent. and All the time. How are you going to get mad at a guy that gives you a triple-double? <laughs> you know, but, like, he needs the ball in his hands so does LeBron. You know, AD can give you stuff because he's defensively solid, but if he doesn't have the ball to score, he's not you're, – you're taking away from his talent. Like, I just – I don't know how it's all going to balance out. Like you saw with Houston, like, basically what ended up happening was it was Harden and then you – because it, it's Harden's team, and then you had good rust nights and then you had bad rust nights because of that. And I think you're just going to have a repeat of that. Because you look at Miami, like it's like, oh, LeBron will take a back seat, let him get off. But LeBron will only take so many L's before he says, "All right, I'm hopping back in the driver's seat." You know? That's true.
0: That's true. I, you know, you know, this Lakers team reminds me of. It reminds me of that time where he had, you know, D Wade and 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 D Rose on the same team at the start of the year, and then like midway through the season, they traded all of them. Like traded away, like half the roster and still went to the to the Eastern Conference Finals. Like,
2: but hold you know on, I mean? you're gonna compare old Wade and the uh, d- 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 uh the team. team. The Nazis it same. is not the same. same. You got not old Carmelo.
0: Mm-mm. 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 Russ is up there.
2: This reminds me more of the that Rich, that Laker team that played against Detroit in uh what was that 04, 03, 04 when they got yeah. uh Peyton, Carl Malone, yeah. Kobe Shaq. Rick Fox. That that's what this team reminds me of. Something similar to that. A older team that they may get there, but I don't be surprised if they get beat in either in the playoffs or in the finals. Either way, that's how I look at it. From me being a Laker fan, thinking of back in the day of what happened. But that's my own beef. That's my own thing. So that's all I'm
1: saying. Hey, they'll they'll be fine. They'll be fine. We'll finish four in the West. Oof.
0: I don't know four gonna be good enough for now.
1: <laughs> the awesome. preseason, the only thing I didn't like, the Suns are like they put them at like seven. I'm like they just went to the finals, you put them at like six or seven in the West. Like come on, I know the West is stacked, but a little respect.
2: I hold. My, I'm gonna. I'm gonna refrain from talking about the Suns. That's all I'm gonna say. That's all I'm gonna say.
0: All right, hold talk. on. We can talk about it. Let's go ahead and get some, the rest of the show over with. We can talk yeah. about it offline. So, Chris, man, you know, it's been an honor. It's been a blast. One final question before we really truly let you go. Uh, how can people keep up with your career and follow um, follow you and uh, keep up with everything you got going on?
1: Oh, uh, <laughs> for the next couple games, I wouldn't be watching the box scores. But, uh, <laughs> 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 but um, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm on – any of your social media stuff, you know, at Coach C. Holm. Um, I'm not going to lie. That's one thing I do want to get better at is, is being consistent on my social media. Um, I try to post as much as I can, though. But, yeah, I, I you can follow me there. Anyone ever have any questions, obviously, I'm, I'm always going to be a resource for anybody that's always looking for some kind of answer or help with anything. So don't hesitate to connect with me.
0: All right, ladies and gentlemen, so you heard it. Go ahead and give him a follow. And while you at while you are at it, go ahead and follow us on um, Instagram at capturing underscore the underscore underscore game underscore pod on Twitter. It's uh, CTG underscore podcast on Facebook. It's just capturing the game podcast on YouTube. It's just capturing the game podcast um and on you can find us on any of our uh, social media platforms um your you can also find us on your favorite podcast platform whatever you listen to whether it be a uh, spotify apple playlist i mean apple uh, music whatever the apple products called. so you know everyone knows i'm anti-apple but anyways google uh you know so whatever your favorite podcast platform is you can definitely find us on there um chris once again thank you for uh, being a part of the show your knowledge, your stories, even just uh, talking basketball, talking about your career. Uh, I definitely appreciate you coming on and just talking about
1: everything with us today. Yeah, thank you guys for having me on. This was fun.